You're listening to the CXMH Podcast. CXMH is a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Robert Ford. I'm one of your hosts and I am joined as always by my co-host, Dr. Holly Oxhandler. Holly, how are you today? Hey, Robert. I am here. I yeah, am, yeah. I'm here. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? I like that answer. I think that's a, a fair <laughs> enough. You know, I was I was thinking ahead of time, and I thought that's such a hard question to answer at it the is. moment yeah. because we're all navigating like seventeen thousand things, and that's yep. like maybe a slight exaggeration, but not not super off. Mm. Um, and so it's such a, such a weird kind of time to say like, "How are you doing?" You know? Yeah. Um, so. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's weird. I think it's good that we've been asking one another and I feel like we're finally asking and it's like, I don't want to say it's genuine, like it wasn't before, but it just feels a lot more genuine. Like really, like, how are you? I mean, we're all in this right now. So how are you? Um, And yeah, I don't know. So, but I'm here and I'm so glad I get to talk with you. So that's fun. But yeah, it's been a while since we had a like kind of lengthier chat you know yeah. last week we did a, a quick thing but we didn't really talk all that much we we had um, a guest on and mm-hmm. got that out as quickly as possible and so you know kind of by the nature of it since kind of the this pandemic has hit full force we haven't had a ton of time to to chat even just as as friends besides text yeah. check-ins um yep. so yeah it's an interesting interesting moment yes it is well, I know um, we had kind of in some of the texting back and forth and checking in on one another. Um, you know, we have some conversations that we, you know, are excited to release, but um, but we wanted to take a moment this week just to just to honestly just be human with our audience and just to, you know, we might have some ideas for y'all as you think about navigating this major transition, but we didn't really want to come onto the show to be like, hey, we're experts with a 10-point plan. But (laughs) instead to like, we wanted to come on and just kind of talk with y'all about how we're coping with this and what is going on in the Oxhandler home and what's going on within the Vore home and just, you know, being honest and just sharing our humanity through this right now because, um, you know, I think I think just sometimes that ability to just be like, hey, here's what it's looking like for us can, you know, give us the permission to be like, okay, we're, we're doing okay, you know. Um, and just that, that shared vulnerability and humanity can be really helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so what kind of like major shifts have been happening in y'all's kind of day to day over the past couple of weeks that you're kind of contending with and, and figuring out what to do with? Yeah. Um, well, I think the, uh, I think the, I mean, I'm thinking back to the last, so I was actually looking at some pictures through my phone earlier. The last time my husband and I went out of the house was on the 12th for like at just the two of us. We went out to go Mm. celebrate our anniversary. So some of the, just the day-to-day stuff has been just this, you know, just A, being aware of what's going on and trying not to let it consume us, but trying to be very mindful and careful and cautious um, of what's going on. But when it, when it first hit, I mean, Waco has Magnolia here. We had a lot of people come in to town for, for that. And so there was kind of some anxiety about that that started to uptick. And then, um, you know, and then last week it just felt like everything just completely flipped on its head with, um, Callie, our daughter, um, you know, her, or the district that we're in, you know, telling all the kids, Hey, stay home. We're just extending spring break. Um, so like that branch of us with Callie and everything was, you know, that like her school was extended and we're kind of starting homeschooling now, um, at least for the next few weeks, but we'll see how that 
how long that is. Um, obviously, yeah. Oliver is home with us too, and so we're trying to home do homeschooling with him. You know, Corey is a stay-at-home dad, so there's some consistency with him being home. And then I, you know, have been on research leave, but like I was just telling you before, I, um, you know, being able to write and do my research, um, you know, I, I can't go to a coffee shop right now. I'm home. The kids are in the other room and I'm trying to help them. And then at the same time, you know, navigating doctor's appointments and, you know, various appointments in our family and figuring out which ones we can do online versus in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this weekend I was supposed to be in Omaha, Nebraska with Chris and Felina Hewerts and a bunch of gravity folks for a retreat. Um, that was canceled. And I have a wedding that was canceled coming up. A lot of uh, other travel things that I have, it's just, there's just been this huge domino. Um, major yeah. work projects that even were planned not until June or July have been canceled. And yeah. and so there's just been – so anyway, so to, just to take all of that, it has truly brought me straight back to the reminder that – control is an illusion that <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we can plan everything and try to do everything but really um, I know I've talked on this show before about how my husband and I used to serve a church's 12-step ministry and I feel like we are right back into those principles of like mm. one day at a time taking one moment at a time doing you know what we can do and just continuing to, you know, to surrender one moment at a time. Um, So there's been a lot of that. And of course, you know, in the day-to-day, in the midst of this stress, you know, that's certainly created opportunities for us to be a little bit more snippy with each other or for our kids to be a little bit extra cranky. And, you know, and so there's been these invitations for (laughs) forgiveness and (laughs) grace. (laughs) Yeah. Um, anyways, so there's, yeah. there's been, I, I really feel like everything has flipped on its head for us yeah. and, yeah. you know, and at the same time, um, there are also a lot of lessons that are coming from this right now that I think are really good for our family mm-hmm. as we grieve for our own sense of normalcy and grieving for those around us who are in complete and utter like shock and fear. And, you know, we're just, we're in this together. We really are. Yeah. So anyways, that was really long, but. No, I mean, but that's, that's the reality of, of it, right. Is that I don't think there's anybody listening that that can possibly say like, Oh, I don't know. Everything's kind of the same, right? Like there, there's, that doesn't kind of, kind of exist. Um, right now because it's like a, you know, a global thing and it stuff's getting shut down. And obviously underlying all of this is like the reality that, people are getting sick and people are, you know, have died and are dying and people are scared of people getting sick and dying, you know? And so like, there's that reality underlying all of this. And so I think, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of this, like, if you're talking about like a a volume level, right. In terms of like, why, why do small things feel extra big right now? Right. If Mm -hmm. we're okay, we've, we're all starting with like a five on like the volume in our brain of like, Oh no, there's this crazy thing happening. And so like, we're scared of what that looks like. And then there's like, a point for uncertainty and then like a point for you know like and so it makes sense that you know oh someone uh, did this thing at home and it it seemed like it was a way bigger deal you know somebody got really frustrated with it well okay mm-hmm. we're all we're all right here in the midst of this like thing where you can't just like relax you know like even yeah. uh, we're recording this saturday night after our kids uh, are either in bed or they're you know watching a movie or whatever mm-hmm. which yeah. is very different from when we normally record it so even that is different right yeah um, yeah but like it's Saturday night and there's no like oh, okay they're in bed so let's just relax it's still no. this sense of like what what's happening and so I think that that totally makes sense yeah 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 I mean it I feel like it's yeah there's been a lot of that and then there's just been also, just a lot of tuning in, which I'm sure I'll talk about a little bit later. We can get into that a little bit later, but um, <laughs> but just like yeah, just the day to day stuff has been truly like one day at a time. And then 
not only for like my own little schedule and like Callie's schedule and Oliver's and Corey's, but then paying attention too to like our loved ones and like trying to get a sense on like where they are with all of this because we have some loved ones who are very much like, like they get it and they're home and they're, they're, they are like taking care of themselves. Um, and then we have other loved ones who are in some of those higher risk categories who are, you know, not taking this very seriously. And so there's been some anxiety about that too. But knowing again, like we don't have control. I, I, I can't drive over to their house and like, you know, Lock them in. yes, that's right. I can't. Um, and so, you know, just trying to trust and breathe deep and do what we can and, and, and check in and, you know, let people know we're here and we love them. Um, it's like the best we can do right now. So yeah. Anyways, yeah. but what about you? How are things, how have things changed for y'all on like a day-to-day basis? Yeah. Um, gosh, the, it, it, I mean, I know you said at the end of years, like that was so long, but I, I mean, I think it's hard to, to say succinctly, right? I mean, yeah. so obviously, so Brooke works with college students. She runs a college ministry and that, you know, they, they were on spring break and got an email partway through spring break that said we're extending mm. spring break and then everything is now online. So like by the end of next week, everybody come get all your stuff from your dorms. Like we're, we're done, right? It's all online now. Yeah. No, and same so, with Baylor. I'm sorry. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. Everything with Baylor's done, like commencement, they yeah. have canceled it, everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So trying to kind of you know, her and the the other team leads like within kind of their organization uh, mm-hmm. have spent a lot of time and then her running her staff, right? Kind of saying, okay, how do we, how do we serve these students now, right? Like yeah. what do, how do we continue to create some sense of community? What do we do about the fact that all our, so the, the campus that Brooks at is freshmen, sophomores. There are sophomores that we will never see again, that we've spent mm-hmm. a year and a half built, you know, like just, we can't, we can't go see them. You know, we, we got a chance to see a couple of them as they were moving out um, just to like drop off some things that they had bought or things like that. Right. But it was, it was still obviously very like, Hey, we're going to do this with kind of minimal contact, but that, yeah. that means there's a huge chunk of, of those students that we, we don't get to see, you know, essentially, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll transfer campuses. So like there's the potential, but mm-hmm. not in that same context. Right. And then for the day to day, okay, what, what does, Brooks day to day look like what does her her staff's day to day look like I mean they're not running events obviously there's no students there mm-hmm. uh, so like what what do they do with that you know um, is like such an interesting space obviously for like them as an organization and her as a like a team lead but then that means that she's home right I yeah mean, that, that's like very different and then wrestling with like hey I miss my students you know like this yeah. is what I signed up to do and this is what like um, but then that changes kind of the home dynamic and then you add obviously then like Gray's daycare closed yeah. for one day and then they decided to be open this week actually like Tuesday through Friday and we didn't take him mm-hmm. um, which is there was like plenty of kind of wrestling with that decision in yes. terms of we still have to function as humans and she's having these staff meetings both with her team and with like the larger team and then I still saw clients a couple days this week mm-hmm. because they were already scheduled and I was transitioning to doing some online stuff which the Georgia board requires some training for so like trying to do that pretty quickly mm-hmm. so that like left some long chunks of time where Gray was home and so we had to like wrestle with this decision of like do we keep him home which obviously seems like the wiser choice but also mm-hmm. we have we have stuff to yeah, do like, right like it's not you know but that yeah. feels that feels so crappy to say but like it's also the reality of I can't just cancel on clients you know and so yeah um so all of that, you know, I mean, there's just like, it's all of it, right? Like there's no aspect of it that feels the same. And I, again, I think that's like the reality that we're all in. And even if tomorrow, you know, they said, hey, this thing's kind of over, everyone go do what you want. I think we still would live in that world. Oh, like, yeah. We have now, we now live in a different world. Oh, yeah. We have all collectively experienced this thing, you know? Yeah, it's trauma. We've all experienced trauma collectively. Like the massive yeah, yeah. change in schedule and the massive change in ways of being and the fear around this thing. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to like, to make it anything it isn't, like to make it bigger than what it is, but at the same time, like, 
it is like it is trying. I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Trauma. No, I mean, I think that's and we've yeah. talked before on this show about capital T trauma and right. lowercase T trauma. That's right. And so there's like we're all ranging on maybe this spectrum. Absolutely. Of like if you are quarantined in wherever, yes. like uh, there's obviously levels of this. Right. But like we are all experiencing this thing, which I will say has been a really interesting from like a if I can like step back a little bit mm-hmm. to to watch the collective response to this yeah. is like very interesting in the way that people I think are helping each other or advocating yes. for, you know, hey, we're going to do this political thing or this political thing. And I don't mean like sides. I mean like we, if we say government is like where we come together to like do things, like it's a, mm-hmm. it's what we are all agreeing to do. Then in this moment we're seeing kind of like, hey, you know what, the, these are all getting – we're all you all are getting universal child care or whatever it is, right? Like yeah. in different states, different cities, or even different corporations, right? Like are doing things that that are fascinating to see because they never would have happened a right. month ago, two months ago. Oh, right. right. That's right. And so mm-hmm. and even on an individual level, people saying, Hey, here's how I'm stepping in for my neighbor, here's how I'm stepping in yes. for, for these people, for that people, I think yes. has been part of what has been hopeful to me. Yes. In 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 the midst of like scrolling through uh, updates and things like that, which I know, you know, we'll probably touch on like trying to limit, but I think seeing those interspersed just based on the way that I like kind of structure my Twitter feed where Mm -hmm. the the quote, like the news sources are not quite as many as maybe they were at one point in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I see like updates from like a news standpoint, but I'm also seeing individual stories and people that tend to retweet these hopeful things and stuff like that. And so seeing yeah. those kind of interspersed has been, I think, a little helpful um, for me because it is so hard to step back and say, like, I'm just going to put this down. No, yeah. In the midst of, like, what feels like a a rapidly evolving situation constantly. Right, you know? for sure. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think those those little glimmers of hope have been really – good to find and cling to. Um, I mean, even, and not even just on the social media sphere, but like, you know, one of the things that we've been doing, so one of the things, you know, we've been trying to find like our new guardrails that just basically are giving us a sense of structure that is, you know, like yeah. just a new structure for our family in the midst of this. And one of the things that we had started doing was um, trying to build um, some flower beds around our house and just getting outside and doing more work around the house than we were like even a week and a half ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, it's been really neat to see more of our neighbors out and they're out walking and they're, you know, they're checking in on one another and nobody's getting mm-hmm. close, obviously, but like just kind of shouting across the street, like, how are you? And, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, we've had some, some neighbors who just so generously like offer like, Hey, we're going to the store. You know, do you want, is there anything you need? Um, so yeah, it's been even just like in a interaction because that's, I mean, that's one of the things that I think is the, is the most jarring for us too. Um, or maybe, maybe just for me, but just the, the human interaction. I mean, I love that we have zoom and FaceTime and all these amazing technologies, um, that are allowing us to remain connected. Even this, like you and I being able to talk in this sphere. Um, but man, it is also really hard not being around people right now. And Mm. the one time that I have gone out to the grocery store, um, just to just to get some things you know it was it was so jarring to me going in there and seeing the shelves empty so much of the food gone um yeah. and the ways in which people were kind of you know so skittish of one another and scared and nobody wanting to get close and i mean all understandably but honestly yeah. i mean honestly like I, I i remember going through the store grabbing what i could i could recognize in my body how my body was like tensing up and I was like holding my breath as I would like walk past people just instinctively. Um, and, and by the time I got home and started unpacking the groceries with Corey, I mean, I, it was like, I actually was like, I'm so sorry. I got so much junk food because it's all I could find. Um, and, and I just like broke down and cried because it's just so overwhelming how, 
much we have changed in such a short amount of time. And, um, and all of this, all of the ways in which we are carrying so much of this within our bodies and, um, with, with the sense of fear around one another, it's just, I mean, it, it just, oh man, I felt it. I finally felt it, which, you know, we talk about being twos (laughs) on this show and, Twos don't always, you know, we don't always recognize our emotions until a little bit later. And then all of a sudden, whoa, they will let us know that they're there. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. anyways. But, um, yeah, but, yeah, so a lot has changed in a week, I guess. Yeah. For both of yeah. us. Um, what about, I, I do want to hear like how, like what, what have you found to be helpful in the midst of all this change though? Um, I mean, knowing that of course, not, you know, we didn't walk into knowing that this was going to happen, A, um, right, and yeah. then B, it's not like you walk into this with like, here is a perfect plan that is going to work. Um, so I'm sure there's been some like discerning and trying and I don't know, but like, what have you found to be helpful or have you tried to do that's been helpful over the last like week or so? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. I think, you know, I, I, I tend to be less of a like kind of plan ahead person in general. So I, I largely kind of just like show up and take it day by day anyway, Mm -hmm. which has obviously, you know, uh, uh, we're both you know, in this profession. And so Mm -hmm. I I tend to say like everything, nothing is inherently bad or good necessarily. It's all on a spectrum of like helpful. So there's aspects of that that aren't great, right? Like I Mm -hmm. do need to plan some things. Um, And so that aspect has been, I think, helpful in terms of like, what do I need to do today or like tomorrow, right? Like, can we just kind Mm -hmm. of take this day by day is a little bit more comfortable of a space for me than for lots of people, right? And that's, you know, not something that I, I take for granted. Um, that being said, there's obviously plenty of things in my life that that I need some sense of planning for, right? And Brooke mm. is a, a planner and, you know, we're very different in that way. And so trying to kind of lean into that space with her and say like, hey, I know this is like very unknown, right? And even for someone yeah. who says, oh, I don't plan that much, this is like exponential amounts of unknown, right? Yeah. Like, when does this end? What does this look like? What do, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. And, it's the, and, it's and, like just uncertainty as is, but then uncertainty on how long this uncertainty is going to last for. It's, right, right. Yeah. And, like it, and not even like, oh, I know kind of what, what markers to look for in terms right. of, you know, and so I think it's it's just a really interesting thing. I, I, in, to actually get back to your question, you know, I think um, I, I do think setting aside sometimes with like my phone and such or even like news, you know, in general, lots of people don't get it from their phone necessarily um, to say like, hey, I'm, I'm going to just put this down and do mm-hmm. something else. I'm going to put this down and, uh, you know, play a game once Grey's in bed, like Brooke and I, like, can we just play a game? Can we do something? Can we watch mm-hmm. a movie, you know, um, is is helpful, you know, and again, I, I can navigate that somewhat well. It's not like I'm, I'm constantly reading news necessarily. Um, and so it's, it's not quite as a negative I don't think because it's not a constant like negative stressor there's there's lots of people that I follow that say great things um but that that always is good to say like hey I'm just gonna be where I am you know or like uh, we've been taking more walks you know like you mentioned just like walking around being outside getting a change of scenery um breathing fresh air you know and moving our bodies some uh so we've been doing that more often than typically we you know have kind of the the time and energy for just with like what work days normally look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've, I've found myself FaceTiming people more like people who I have never necessarily video chatted in my life, you know, yeah. but um, you can uh, video call through Facebook messenger. So some of our best friends, they don't have iPhones and we see them pretty often, but um, we've never video chatted them. Cause why would we? Uh, but you know, the, on Facebook messenger, you can do that. So I, called one of them up the other day and so we got to talk to like their family you know mm, it's just really so interesting good. to like discover ways of communicating with people that aren't new per se but are like new to those relationships right yes um, yeah. or like my my parents like set up um like their phones in a way to where we could FaceTime them the other day because they they just went and flew a couple places and so they can't see you know we we and then my brother and his family have said like hey we're gonna kind of not interact necessarily but they set it up so they could read um books to 
our son and then uh, my brother's son like on via facetime uh, but so they like so set it up sweet. to where they it's like on a thing so they can like move the book and whatnot uh, which is like we would never have done that before right because like again, yeah. why would you necessarily you know mm-hmm. um but so like finding interesting ways like that or even like you and i have texted and we usually text plenty but it's been less kind of show related or specific to like work stuff it's yeah. been just like hey what's happening how are you know and so yeah just finding those those touch points and those ways of communicating as like a highly relational person have been have been i think helpful mm, that's really good that's so good yeah and i i think i i instagrammed something about this the other day but you know there's such a tendency and i've seen this all over the place of like you're stuck at home, make sure you're, I mean, this is a perfect time to do this project or that project or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And I, uh, you know, even when there is some time that we're not necessarily like immediately watching gray or things like that, right? Like I've opened my computer to say like, maybe I'll do some writing and have mm-hmm. stared at it for a second and then thought yeah. like, I got nothing, you know? And Dr. Lisa Damore, who she wrote a, a couple books, but there's a really great one called Under Pressure. And in that mm-hmm. book, she writes like, there's not, there's not many, I want to make sure I get it right. There's not many cardinal rules in psychology, but here's one change equals stress. Yeah. Right. And I think that's like, while yeah. it may be the case that people need something productive to do with this time. And like, that's all, that's perfectly fine. It's also perfectly fine to say like, I I can't, like, if mm-hmm. it's like, a, I can't do it because like my brain has all these things in it already, no matter what I do. So like, yep. maybe I can't do that right now. And that's fine because there's no there's no sense in which this isn't stressful just across the board, you know? That's exactly right. And yes. So letting that go and being fine with that and saying, look, if you're trying to like stay above water, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like swim somewhere, right? Like I'm trying mm-hmm. to be right here and I'm trying to stay afloat and like maybe that's all I've got right now and I don't need to then say, well, how come I couldn't swim over there, you know? Yep. No, I think that's that's so good that you're bringing that up because um, especially being such a productivity-oriented culture that we have and that we're in, it's really hard for us to just to be able to slow down and have, you know, to what is good enough or I've done enough for today Um, and readjusting that is – it's, I think it can be really hard for us, especially in this time. And so the way in which you were just saying how, you know, you tried to write and it just, the words weren't coming and like, that's okay because that's just, it like, it's just what it is right now. And that's okay. And you're not the only one, like all of us are in that place. And then yeah, with the yeah. writing thing specifically, I mean, it was the same for me. I think for the first, like, five days or so or six days like after this we finally were like oh this is a thing um you know all semester long I have been waking up at like 6 a.m to go pray and shuffle out here and you know do my writing and I have been religious with it all semester and then this happened and it has been so hard for me to get up early before like to wake up before the kids wake up to do my prayer time. And then once yeah. they're up, the writing, it's like, no way. That's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, happening yeah. because, yeah. you know, no, because breakfast needs to get going and kids are, mm-hmm. you know, all the things. And, okay, what's the homeschool schedule? What do we got to do? And then by the time I finally sit in front of the computer, it's, you know, to start writing, I'm like, you know, I just feel like my eyes yeah. blink and that's it. Um mm-hmm. But at the same time, I will say the last couple or few days, I have been able to at least get like some words down. And I think I'm finding that turning back to working on this book is actually giving me some, it's giving me some of what I need in this moment. Mm. But I, but I couldn't do it before. Like I tried and it wasn't working and because of all that stress, like you were talking about. And so you are oh, brother, you are not alone in that yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm, I am grateful for, you know, it, it, I, I'm grateful for leaders who, you know, stories I've heard about leaders who are giving their employees that grace to just not keep feeling like they need to operate at the same levels that they were, that they were before this all happened. Um, and if you are a leader, you know, I hope you hear us encourage you to, you know, to, try to extend that grace as you can knowing you know we're, we're it's just we're all in this so yeah yeah I mean it's, it's, I, I, you know I, I don't make like tens of you know 
period at the end of sentence like declarative statements but i don't right. i don't know that that's possible to say like continue operating at the level you were before. right I don't that's know right how many people that's like realistically possible for yeah no because there is other things happening we've talked about like the spoons and all that right like, right oh gosh just, yes that's right the spoons <laughs> right and i mean for people that are caring for children or loved ones or uh you know their parents or their immunocompromised friends or right. like what for themselves. Things, or even or themselves, themselves or even just yeah. worried about those people who aren't physically anywhere nearby like there's just right. or the the economic impact i mean obviously like we haven't touched on that necessarily oh, but like i know every, you know the what do i do if you know all my clients start canceling i've had that thought plenty yeah right? like, what if in the fact that uh, the ministry looks very different now if people say, hey, maybe I'm not supporting this because all your students went home. What do we do yeah. if that, you know, like there's a thousand and obviously those are the two that are relevant to my family, but right. everybody listening has like some aspect that's of that. That's right, yep. Unless you happen to be like everyone in my family is fully salaried and that's totally fine, you know? Right, right. But like that's so few and far between. That's right. And so I don't know, just to like expect anyone in your sphere to be like, producing at the same level is like Mm-mm. I don't know maybe maybe don't you know yeah no I think having that grace is really important and I think I honestly I think it's by having that grace and being able to sit with all of the emotion and the tension that's what's going to help us at least to be able to heal and to start finding our rhythms again but if we try to white knuckle through this and push through this operating at the same pace we were it's going to take longer for us to heal so i think it's just having that grace is really important right now so yeah, yeah. oh man well, but, here's a good example. I we've done pretty well so far. There's no like major things, so I'm probably not going to edit this podcast very much. So, oh, that's all exciting. Our, like, all our ums and whatnot will just be in there. Oh, well, there you go. I, you guys get to hear I, it all. It is. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, somebody's going to listen and go, "Oh, Robert does a lot of work." And no, a lot of ums. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I, I think. Well, I mean, yeah. This is grace for us too, right? It's all grace. Yeah. It's all I'm grace. I'm going to start like saying a bunch of stuff that I have to take out. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, wait, shoot, he's not going to edit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I know that for us, we've definitely had like a just hodgepodge of different things that we've tried to lean on and try and they don't work and we try other things and just trying to, I don't know, just trying to be. But I think the most important thing for us through this that has been most helpful is honest to God, just breathing and having centering prayer practice, like doing that each morning. And um, I started offering like a weekly centering prayer for my faculty and staff and students. Um, And that's been, oh man, now every time I say, um, I'm going to (laughs) get, that's okay. Um, Anyways, should make like a super cut of all the times that I take out. Either no, that's okay. We'll have one episode just with all the ums. Anyways, yeah. so so the so the centering prayer that I've done at Baylor once a week um, that has actually been helpful because I think for me I need to be helping, and it's really hard. Like in times like this, like. I have to be helping in some way, shape, or form. And it's, you know, and and we each have to discern what is ours to do in this moment. If it really truly is just taking care of ourselves and being able to practice self-care and, um, you know, especially for those who are higher risk, like that, do that. Um, and, it, and whatever it is that you can do, like just – just do what you can, but let whatever it is that you decide to do be enough right now. Um, knowing mm-hmm. that, yeah, that we we just have to be taking this one day at a time. And at the same time, if we can find and identify ways that we can help those who are helping others or serve those who are serving others, which I've, I've talked about on the show before is kind of like my core why, just that I'm motivated to be helping and serving those who are doing the same and helping and serving others. Um, like yeah. I think if we can do that, that can help. Um, but we've done, so that has been helpful, the centering prayer and deep breathing and doing that with our kids. I talked about the flower gardens and just getting outside yeah. while it's March. And because in a couple of months, like Texas is 
it's going to be unbearable to go outside and we yeah. can't like go to the museum or go to, you know, any of the fun places to, you yeah. know, um, I know that I've done a lot more tuning into my body in ways that I don't normally do on a day-to-day basis. And, um, part of that is just because I, I tend to operate so much more in my feelings and with what I'm thinking, and I've dropped down much more to pay attention to what are my arms feeling right now? And like, how tight does my chest feel from anxiety or, you know, what, what's the tension that I'm carrying and where am I carrying it? And, and just trying to pay more close attention to that. Um, and trying to do whatever I can to let it go, whether it's yoga or meditation or whatever, or actually even a nap. Like, (laughs) I mean, I have, I am not a nap person typically. And there have definitely been some naps that like little 20 or 30 minute naps that have been plugged in this week. Um, just to tune in and realize like, I need a rest because Mm -hmm. it's like, I've been fighting all day. Um, so that's been helpful. Certainly like cutting out the news. You talked about that. Like I finally had to set my, set a limit to myself just to check it twice a day. Um, and once in the morning, once in the evening, because things have changed so fast. So I do want to at least have a, you know, a finger on the pulse of what's happening, but I don't want to spend my day focused on that. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I mentioned writing. I've been reading in the evening so that I can actually get some sleep. And then today, this is actually my favorite thing. Today, Callie and I, um, I bought these puzzles like a couple of months ago. And we poured out this puzzle today and spent like oh, almost half of the day working on it. But honestly, like, it's, you know, this is one of those things with that productivity culture that I would have been like, no, 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 I don't have time to sit there and put a puzzle together. Like I've got things to do or, you know, we need to go out and do something or whatever. And like just sitting there at the kitchen table and like having, it may be like my, you know, going back to that illusion of control, it might be that like little bits of satisfaction of like, yes, I got a piece. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, but it's, you know, it felt good just being able to sit down and work on a puzzle. So anyways, yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's been, it's really just been like one day at a time and just lots of tuning in, lots of grace. Um, I had a dear friend who texts me these like questions to end each day with and to spend some time meditating on. And so we've kind of taken them and like um, stretched them to be more like relevant to our kiddos. And so, you know, at the end of the day, we'll ask one another, like, what were you grateful for today? Like, where, where did you hear a sweet sound? Where, uh, when did you see beauty? Um, Oh man, I'm trying to remember all of them. But anyways, there's a handful of them, but it's just like, like, where are you noticing the good in this moment right now or in each of these days? Um, yeah. So, and that's been helpful, I think, for our kids because they get, <laughs> they get, they really get into uh, the answers. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Oh, like yep. But. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what about, I did want to ask you too, what about like, how is Gray doing and like, how are y'all how are y'all talking with Gray about this? Just as a parent, like, what are you, like, how are you addressing this with Gray? Um, he, I think, is still too young. So, I mean, I don't think he, I mean, he hasn't even turned two yet, right? So, mm-hmm. he, I mean, can't really, we don't, we haven't said anything about it. You haven't him, said anything, Other yeah. than, like, hey, do you want to stay home and play instead of go to school? And he's like, yeah. yes. And, like, that's, I mean, but that's kind of the extent uh... of it. Um, you know, cause Sweet he doesn't boy. know like about health or anything, you know, he's still right, learning right. words and whatnot. Um, yeah. but he's been, I mean, he's been good. He's been uh, what you would kind of expect probably from a, a almost two year old where like, I think, you know, being home this whole week has been a unique challenge to where all the things that were fun aren't fun anymore. And so mm. now he wants to do all the other, like, what is in this thing? What's in this thing? You know? And so, yeah. That's You're where like, no, no, I end no. up getting frustrating where it's yeah. like, ah, like I've been, you know, telling you to stop doing these things for half an hour straight, but just like 
because he wants to do new things. And so that's yeah. where we've been trying to go play outside or things like that, you know, go explore. Yep. Like walk to the local park, even if then he doesn't play on anything, but just like walk to it and then walk yeah. around and, you know, like just move in spaces other than our, our house, you know, mm-hmm. um, has been kind of our, our goal there. But obviously that, that only works for so long before you like have to go home and make dinner, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think that's been like the, the hardest, like probably for him and for us where we're like, okay, I get it that your same batch of toys has stopped being fun, but yeah. like you can't, you know, climb on the oven or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. That um, makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> I know you said your kiddos have been home and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I imagine somewhat of a similar thing where, you know, I, I have less fun sitting in my house for a week straight. Oh, so I'm sure, sure for kids, it's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I think it's it's tricky. Callie is definitely it oh man, it's been hard hearing her say a few times in the last couple of days just how much she misses her friends and how much she misses her class and she's you know, she's just straight up said like, "Mommy, I like really want to go back to school." She misses her teacher. Um and by the way, I need to put out a huge Thank you to every teacher who is out there right now um, supporting kiddos and parents because I – and I wish I had said said this earlier, but like our our daughter's teacher – has sent so many resources to us, so many links, so many ideas. She'll send videos with science experiments for us to do at home. She has like sent messages to parents just saying like, hey, I'm here for you. Like if you have questions or concerns, like we're in this together. And she has five of her own kiddos that she's trying to, you know, juggle. I know on top of the, you know, 22 year old or the 22 kiddos that she has in her classroom, um, but anyways, I really, really, really want to elevate the, our teachers right now and just thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything that y'all are doing because we parents are like, you know, we're doing the best that we can and our kids are tired and bored and, you know, and we're, you know, we really do want them to learn and, and we are just grateful for the ways that you're, um, inviting us to partner with you and the resources, every resource that you give us, we're looking at. And I just really want to thank you for everything that you do. Um, yeah, seriously. So anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, so there, I mean, I know Callie, she's sad. She misses her friends and her teachers and, um, you know, Oliver, you know, we've seen a couple of bits of regression and behavior, um, just from the stress. I think they're just picking up as much as Corey and I are trying to tamper the discussion around them. It's, you know, there's sometimes it's really hard to not bring it up in for certain reasons or moments. And so, um, and they're a little bit older than gray, so they understand a little bit more. Um, but we're really trying and, you know, and, and at the same time, you know, when I've talked with Callie a little bit and I've asked her, you know, what are you grateful for today? She's told us like, I'm grateful that I got a full day with you guys. I'm grateful that I, you know, had more time, like one-on-one time with each of you that, you know, she wouldn't have gotten, you know, had she been in school all week. So, you know, we're trying to find those little, those little, you know, just those little bits of hope, I guess, in this or those, um, yeah, just those little things that are making it, that are helping us as a family cope through this. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, they're doing okay. And, Callie loves to draw. Oh my gosh. I should send you some pictures sometime of some of the things that she does. So she's actually like totally loving, like just drawing like half the day. She would do that every day if she could. And so she's got lots of time to do that right now. So that's been sweet. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I had, I had one other question for you too that I wanted to ask. Okay. Um, what has brought you laughter this week? Hmm, that is a good question. Well, I'll I'll do one like maybe heartwarming kind of and one uh-huh. just normal, I guess. Um Gray is very funny. Uh just in mm. like his repeating of everything we say, like mm-hmm. trying to make words, repeating like actions we do, things like that. Um mm-hmm. is very funny when he does something that we like weren't expecting him to do and things like that. 
um just in i mean he's in such like an exploratory you know everything mm-hmm. you i'm gonna do phase um so that's been really funny just you know he surprises us pretty consistently with like mm. doing an action and we're like what are you doing right now that's like a, a some kind of weird adult action or you know like something like that where he like makes some kind of like face or like some kind of hand gesture i tried to teach him how to do finger guns and like uh, uh-huh. um which is very funny to watch him try and do um so mm. a lot of those moments and then the like maybe less heartwarming one is i uh, in the past week have made it almost all the way through the entirety of a show called kim's convenience oh my gosh Uh uh-huh it's about a korean family who runs a a convenience store in toronto Mm -hmm. and it is very funny Mm. Uh, we don't often recommend like specific programs on our show uh, but there you go you know desperate time (laughs) uh, that's awesome it's very funny so i've been watching a lot of that because it's like you know 22 minutes of funniness that tunes stuff out and you know sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to do that for a while so um, yeah yeah what about you no that's good yeah I totally agree we need we just need to find things to help us laugh right now I think but for us um I wasn't I actually I I wasn't I didn't have an answer prepared and as soon as you started answering I was like oh wait I need to put, write something down because I know <laughs> you enough now that you're just gonna spin that back so, um, so one of the things with like shifting to a home to this like homeschool life, whatever this is that we're doing right now, is um, her teacher, Callie's teacher, has given us this nice little schedule for the day, and so they have like an hour of like exercise time in the morning or just like physical activity, and so. Um, one thing I do want to put out there is there's this YouTube channel that's called um, Cosmic Kids Yoga. And same, like, I don't normally like to be like, hey, you should go watch this channel or whatever. But um, y'all, my kids, they actually, (laughs) like, did, like, a whole – they did two whole sessions of yoga, like, 15-minute sessions of yoga. Because this this lady does these, like, stories. It's, like, an under-the-sea story time where she's doing all these yoga poses to it. And just watching them, it was, like, my jaw hit the ground that both of them were doing it. Um, so if for anyone who's listening, who has little kids, I would highly recommend it. Um, that way, you know, it's also, I mean, screen time is going to happen in this season and that is okay. So, Mm -hmm. you know, don't hear any, you know, just do what you need to do right now. Um, but if you want an option where they're moving as well, this is a good one. And then, Mm -hmm. um, built in. So as I mentioned, like that little exercise time. Like watching them do this yoga made me laugh. But the other thing is Corey has like a playlist of um, just like dance music for the kids. And I got to watch them for like 30 minutes or an hour the last couple of days just jam to these songs. And I love Oliver to death, but oh my gosh, he has the most awkward (laughs) dance moves ever. (laughs) Callie is like, she's going at it and having a blast. And Oliver is like, he's like a robot trying to dance. And it is so funny. Um, (laughs) So, so that's, they're, they're bringing me lots of opportunities to laugh these days. So Awesome. Yeah, it's been yeah, a lot I of fun. A, a video of your children dancing to me, <laughs> not on me, yes. but sent to me. I will um, totally send it to you. Yes, it's funny. awesome. Oh man. Well, are there any other? Well, actually, I miss. I know we're like getting close on time, but one other thing I did want to mention, especially because of you know this podcast is on the intersection of faith and mental health. Um, yeah. One other thing I just want to ask is like, how are y'all doing with church? Because I would imagine that that has changed for y'all. So I yeah, want to yeah, just ask how that's going. Uh, yeah. All online, which is totally fine for us. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, Gray's not at a point to where he like will sit and watch that. And so um, that's definitely been an interesting kind of transition to, to try and watch it. Or, you know, we've ended up kind of watching it later or things like that. So, um, but we, you know, we're making it work as, as best we can. But I know, yeah. you know, all, all churches and and kind of all community gatherings of any kind are trying to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we cultivate that community in any kind of meaningful way, Um, which, you know, I think is an interesting kind of challenge moving forward just in general. But obviously in this moment, it's like, 
it's not like you could ramp up to it, you know? Right. So, yeah, yeah. No, it just, it just happened. It's yeah. still, yeah, I'm still wrapping my head around, um, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's, you know, but I, I know I'm going to miss seeing a lot of the families that we yeah. would normally get to see. So, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have any other thoughts, questions, things, updates to share? No, I don't think so. You know, I think, um, you know, for folks that are listening, you know, do do whatever it it is that you need in this time to make things work and, you know, let let stuff go as yeah. you need to and, yes. and be okay with that. And, you know, as long as you're taking care of yourself as best you can and the people around you and, and all that, then, you know, let go of all the shoulds. Yes. We're all just, we're, we're doing it. We're learning it all together. Yes. No, I totally agree. We're, yeah, we're all doing it together. There's, that reminds me, there's a, a gravity prayer. Maybe we can put it in our show notes um, for this week, but they have um, this prayer on, actually, let me see if I can find it really quick. Hang on one second. Sorry. Even if You're you totally don't edit this, it's okay. I was going to say, I'm still editing this out. No, that's fine. Um, you don't need to. No, that's totally fine. While you find it, I'll say, uh, you know, if you're listening and you want to connect with us, you can find me at robert-vore.com or on any social media at Robert Vore. If you want to connect with Holly, you can find her at hollyoxhandler.com or on Twitter at hollyoxhandler. And you have a new Instagram that I think yeah. is at hollyoxhandler. That's right. Yes. Nice. Look at that. Check um, you out. That's you awesome. Find the show wherever you want to. and. You know, if you have resources that you think have been helpful for you in this time and you want to share them, feel free to, you know, tweet them at us, send them to us, whatever. We're, you know, I know at least on my personal Twitter account, I've been trying to share anything that looks like it might be helpful to folks. Yeah. And, you know, I know we've been trying to do that with the, the show accounts as well. So, yeah. Did I stall absolutely. long enough for you to find what you were looking for? Yes, it absolutely was. Thank you. Nice. Yep. So it's a really long prayer. I'm not going to read all of it, but, um, if you will have it in the show notes or you can just Google um, a call to solidarity during COVID-19 um, that's at the gravity centers or gravitycenter.com. Um, but within it, they have each little stance is focused on a, a different group. Um, and then each is ended with a statement that says, you're not alone. We're in this together. We'll do everything we can to help. And I think, I'd like to leave us with that um, for this week mm. and just know that we are praying for each of you. We are standing beside you in solidarity. This is hard and we love each of you dearly um, and are grateful for your time and willingness to listen to us, you know, talk each week. So thank you yeah. for being with us um, and we're with you. Thanks for listening to the CXMH podcast. Want to score some major brownie points? Leave us five stars and an honest review on iTunes. Follow us on social media at CXMH podcast and email us with questions, comments, and interview requests at CXMH podcast at gmail.com. A final note. If you're in a dark place today, struggling with suicidal thoughts, you are not alone. Professional help is available 24-7 at 1-800-273-8255.